Hey, what's up? It's Cole, Janine's producer on the podcast. Welcome to the Janine Hernandez experience. It's time to get inspired, step into your purpose, and create a life worth living. Enjoy the show. joining me on the Janine Hernandez Experience Podcast. I am so excited because as you guys know, the Janine Hernandez Experience Podcast is series-based. And this series, we are featuring all of our authors from the Book Publishing Academy. I cannot wait to show you guys what these authors are working on. And today we actually have a very, very amazing author. Her name is Kimberly. And she is going to talk to us a little bit about her book, what she does, and all of that good stuff. Um, so thank you so much for joining joining me, Kimberly. Absolutely. I am just so excited to dive a little deeper with you on your book. Um, but as you guys know, Kimberly is a teacher. She actually teaches English. Um, she also teaches um, reading as well. She has hobbies. She has a pretty full schedule. <laughs> and she is a mom as well. Um, but Kimberly, do you want to tell the listeners just a little bit about you, what you do and, and what you enjoy doing? Absolutely. Um, so, I think um, I knew growing up that I wanted to be a teacher, and I also knew fairly quickly that I wanted to teach students with um, disabilities, especially uh, students with pretty significant disabilities. So I um, pursued my degrees in special education, so my bachelor's um, master's and PhD are all in special education severe disabilities. And those, um, I guess that education took me all over the world. I uh, went to school in Oslo, Norway. I taught in Tunisia, North Africa. I taught in uh, Tegucigalpa, Honduras. Um, all kids with, with um, special needs, challenging, um, challenging needs. And um, so I think I'm a teacher at heart. Um, I love I love to see the light bulbs go off and people make connections and, and just grow. And my what I teach has changed over time. Um, I do love to bake. Um, I'm a baker, I had a bakery. And so one of the things I enjoy teaching is cake and cookie decorating. Um, I love to craft um, when I have time. And um, I love that I can be home with my kids and, um, hang out with them and, and do the, the things that that they're not going to be able to do for much longer as they're growing up. So that's, that's kind of, um, that's kind of my background. I'm a teacher. Wow. And wow, I didn't know that you had taught in so many different places. Yes. That's just amazing. I can imagine that that's like an amazing experience to be able to be in different places and teach different people and you learn about new cultures. That's so awesome. Mm hmm. Um, and, and how old are your kids? So they are, let's see, 10, 12, and 15. And all of their birthdays are um, in April and May. So they're kind of at that halfway point between before their next age. So they're constantly reminding me that they're not 10. They're 10 and a half and 12 and a half <laughs> and 15 and a half. So... <laughs> I love it. And wow, they're all entering while well, they're, yeah, they're pretty much teenagers now. Mm -hmm. So 
that must be a very interesting time. I can only imagine. I only have one. He's 12. But I can't imagine having three that are all in the same age. There's a lot of uh, emotions. Oh, yes. A lot of puberty going on. Yes. I love it. Um, Awesome. Well, wow. I I really love that. You know what? With authors, I feel like we are just creatives. Authors Mm -hmm. are creatives. And I think it's so important for us to exercise that creativity. So it's super cool that you love to bake um, and that you love to teach, you know, how to do the cookies and all of that stuff. That's super, super cool. Um, So tell us a little bit about the book that you're currently writing. Um, I know that you had mentioned you have a couple in the works. So Mm -hmm. kind of tell us a little bit about what you're working on. Okay, so um, one of the... um first books, just to go back in time a little bit, my son who's now 15 when he was five. So obviously um, this was, we started this a long time ago, but um, he loved to read and he loved to make up stories and songs. And so I thought, well, why not put that into a book form? So he and I wrote um, a book together. It's actually called Popcorn Popcorn. And that is because the story is all about popcorn and how we use it to celebrate, whether it's at the circus or at the movie theater or for Thanksgiving and putting it on the Christmas tree. Um, And I tried really hard to get it published and the traditional route just was not working for me. Um, And so I set it aside and I actually, it was always in the back of my head, but I I kind of forgot about it a little bit. Um, And so I've pulled that back out and we are um, moving forward with that. Um, And my daughter, who is an amazing artist, um, she is going to be doing the illustrations for the book. So I'm super excited about that. Um, So that one is, um, is, is still in the works. The other one, um, like you said, I teach, um, I teach English and a vast majority of my students are in China and I have connected with a lot of these families and I just absolutely adore them and love them and um, want them just to be a part of my life. And they're so incredible. And one of my little students, uh, her name is Sophia and she's just a beautiful little girl. She just turned eight and I'm always trying to think of something more for her because she's so smart and her English is so good. And one of the ideas that we came up with was to write a book together. And so we kind of thought about it and tossed some ideas back and forth. And what we settled on was that um, Sophia and she calls me teacher Kimberry. Um, Mm -hmm. So Sophia and teacher Kimberry will go on adventures together and the book is going to be written in English and in Chinese. Wow. Um, and so the adventures will be uh, really educational um, for the readers. So things like um, we'll go to Sophia's house and she'll teach me about Ch- uh, Chinese New Year. And then she'll come um, through the book to my house and I'll teach her about Christmas and we'll learn about the Great Wall of China and maybe the um, Statue of Liberty. But so basically we're going to, hopefully uh, my plan is that it will be a series of um, short um, books geared more toward probably late elementary school um, and 
yeah, it's, I'm just really, really excited about it. Wow. I am blown away. Um, I think that's, first of all, I think it's an amazing, um, just topic that you guys are going to be covering. Um, I think also it's super, super amazing that you are mixing two different Mm -hmm. cultures and two different countries. And not only are you going to be targeting uh, young kids or young readers in America, mm-hmm. but also in China. Absolutely. Um, and then on top of that, I think that it's so important for us to inspire and motivate the youth, the kids that we see something in them. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, like when I was younger, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, I always remember my kindergarten and first grade teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Lambarakis and Miss Patel, they always encouraged me to write, always encouraged me to just do more and be more. And it was super um, exciting to see when I launched my very first book about five years ago, they came to my event oh. and they both cried yeah they both cried because they're like oh my god you know so this is something beautiful that you are Mm -hmm. creating with her Mm -hmm. and it's going to inspire her like you're going to see that as she grows up she's always going to have Mm -hmm. this connection with you she's always going to appreciate you for believing in her and you're instilling in her the the motivation the drive the values that she needs to like push herself and her creativity so i'm so excited for her me and for too, you. Me too. Awesome. yes i cannot wait until you drop this book and this series because it's it's going to be beautiful yes. i've actually i went to china in 2016 um very very beautiful place and um they're super super nice mm-hmm. and i can't wait to read it that's just amazing Thanks. So um, can you tell us a little bit about like what inspired you to write? Because I know you mentioned the first book was with your son Mm -hmm. when he was about five years Mm -hmm. old. How did that even come about? Like, how did you get into the space of like, I want to be a writer. I want to be an author. Um, That's a really good question. And I've um, been thinking a lot about that. I think so let's kind of go way back in time to when I was um, a student. I was a horrible student, not because I didn't try, just because it was hard. And I am not a typical learner. So if you lecture at me, I'm not going to get it. Um, I need to take it apart and put it together and do it and experience it and add color to it. And um, I remember I was in, uh, we had just moved to uh, Richmond, Virginia, actually Midlothian, Virginia. And Um, I remember laying on the side of my bed between the wall and the window, curled up with a book. I cannot remember the name, but it was about a mouse. I do know that. And Mm -hmm. I read the entire book and I just remember crying because I'd finished a book because I'd struggled so much and school was hard. Um, It was a struggle. Reading for me, even today, I'm a slow reader. I tend to picture the book in movie format in my head and and I experience the book. And so I'm, I'm pretty slow. And so that was hard in school too, because they expect you to go at a certain pace. And um, I, I think as I got older and started um, just reading more and finding out that there's so much out there that I, I can never, ever stop learning. There's so much out there. There's a lot of bad stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. It doesn't matter. It's just, there's a lot out there and I don't ever want to stop learning. And my dad, um, 
was an educator. He was a pediatric dentist, but he was also um, a professor through the medical college. And education was extremely important to him. And, and I watched him read all the time and he would make up stories. And I always thought, I want that story. I want to share that story with other people. I want other people to experience these amazing stories that he would tell us, especially when the lights went out and that, you know, we didn't have electricity and we'd sit around the candles and, and he would make up these stories. And, and so I just remember when I was younger, I wanted to get that down, but because I grew up thinking that I couldn't do it and, and hearing in a lot of cases from um, some of my teachers that I couldn't do it, I, couldn't do it. I didn't do it. And so it wasn't until I saw some of those same things in my son, like his desire, his love for writing, his love for getting things down, that I thought this would be such a huge thing for us to do together and to bond over and to connect over. And my family loves popcorn. And so anything we could do with popcorn and, and their recipes and, and just, so I think it was I think it actually was that struggle and, and feeling so, so um, inadequate. Um, and mm -hmm. it made me, it just, it just drove me to overcome that and help other kids, which is probably why I went into special education, but help other kids who have that same feeling that they don't have anything to offer and just let them see that no, nobody can tell you you're less don't ever let anybody tell you you're less and that you can't do it. I love that. So you utilize like a challenge mm -hmm. or like a fear and pushed yourself past that. You just did exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> just did it anyways. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And then, um, so you started writing with your son and then now you're writing this mm -hmm. book. And, um, like I had mentioned earlier, you're going through the book publishing yes. Academy. What has been your experience thus far with writing? Have you had any challenges? How has the, or how has the process been for you, um, this time around? The process has been a lot smoother this time. And I think it's because before I was trying to do it on my own, I was trying to figure it out on my own. And um, I, I didn't know where to turn. I, I wasn't sure of what steps to take. And now that I have um, a guide, I mean, pretty much a checklist that this is what this needs to happen. This needs to happen. You know, think about this, consider this. And then the workbook that goes along with all of the videos and, and everything has been so helpful in just putting ideas down. Um, there's so many ideas in my head and I would imagine in other people who, who write and create, they have so many ideas and just having a place to get that down um, with, with the prompts and, and, you know, think about this and, and who's your audience and what is your book going to, I mean, I never thought before um, that one section that you have about um, you know, envision the book. Is it going to be hard back? Is it going to be a soft, it, none of that even occurred to me. And so just having, having a process um, that is very smooth and that I can go through and I can go back um, I find that I'll get to a place and I'm like, I just want to go back and listen again. And, and I do. And I might pick something up new 
the second time, um, the second time I go back, um, I absolutely love the Wednesday night calls every other Wednesday because it, it keeps us accountable to each other. Um, and we do have accountability partners, which is another fantastic element. Um, and it's helpful to hear where other people are, where their struggles are, what their successes are, and that we can celebrate each other um, and just, you know, kind of help each other move forward if we are having, if we are having struggles. So it's, it's really been a much smoother, uh, more enjoyable process um, than trying to do it on my own. So I love it. And what's cool about it is that when you, as you guys work through your mm -hmm. series, so you'll have your second, third, mm -hmm. fourth book, you can always just reference back, go mm -hmm. back to the exactly. list, you know? Um, so it's something you can always reference. Um, well, thank you so much for that feedback. I really, really appreciate it. And, and yeah, the, the group calls have been mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Also having the speakers yes. on there, the special guests yes. on there have been really cool. Um, you know, I'm just trying to build a community mm -hmm. of authors where we just support each other and we see our visions and dreams come to life. Like that is, that's my goal. And you guys are the, the, I guess you're grandfathered yeah. in, like you are my that's first right. people. So I'm just, I'm really excited about that. Um, so tell me a little bit more, cause I know that you mentioned that you have a yes. blog, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, this, well, this is something that, um, I thought about for a number of years and again, just figured it wasn't, it, it, I just didn't know what to do, where to go, what, to, what, what, what even my niche was like, what even I wanted to write about. Um, but my, my dad, who is the most precious person in the world to me, um, my very best friend, um, moved in with us. Uh, we moved to, um, my family and I moved to Tennessee. He was in Richmond, Virginia. So he actually moved into the house with us. Um, and he lived with us until, um, the beginning of this year when he, um, became very ill and it wasn't, it wasn't something we expected to happen. We didn't know that there were, there was even an issue, but in January, um, I drove him to the emergency room on January 3rd and they admitted him and the doctor pretty much sat me down and said, there's nothing we can do. He's, you know, this is, there's nothing we can do. And so I sat in his room every single day and cried and prayed and talked to him and told him it wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't ready for him to go. And anyway, miracle, miracle of miracles. Um, the, um, nurse came in and, and discovered an issue and they corrected it. Um, and so he went into a rehab hospital and then, um, his birthday was April 2nd. He turned 80 and on April 10th, he, um, he passed away and I was able to, um, beg, plead, cry, scream, yell until they let me into the hospital to see him because with COVID, of course we uh, couldn't have visitors. So, I ended up staying at the hospital with him for two days. And then I said, the nurses pretty much said, you know, this is, this is it. He has double pneumonia. He has sep sepsis. Um, we don't see this getting better. And um, he also had all the signs and symptoms of COVID 
though his test did come back negative. Um, so I looked at him and I said, dad, do you want to come home? And he shook his head. And so I, we got the ambulance and brought him home and he passed away in my arms on Friday morning. So anyway, it was, I mean, I'm still shattered (laughs) over it, but I woke up Mm -hmm. literally one morning out of a complete sleep, three o'clock in the morning and just had this overwhelming burden to share my dad and to share his story. And he had an amazing life and he was, I mean, anybody who knew him was, you know, loved him. He was a friend and I wanted people to let's just just share a piece of who he was and the wisdom that he had and how smart he was and how well read he was and so I just started writing I just started um he he to my children was daddy man that's what they called him I called his dad daddy man he called his grandfather daddy man so that name daddy man has stuck um and so I call it my blog is called daddy man diaries and um I am just sharing stories about, you know, experiences we've had together, things that he's shared with me. I have found out things about my family, amazing things about my grandfather that I never knew. And, and I just, if I can help one person get through their grief with a little less pain, um, then, then it's, then that's, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. And, and I, there's so much um, that comes with grief and that comes with pain. And there's so much, um, I think there's so many false beliefs about what, what grief should look like and how long it should take to grieve. And I think it's, it's, there's, there's no one way to grieve and I will be grieving the rest of my life. Um, But again, if there's, if there's something that, I could share that might help one person then, then it's, and then it's success. But if nothing else, I get to share my dad with the world. So. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing the story with us. And also I'm a very big believer that um, sometimes we get those nudges or like how you said, Mm -hmm. you get this burden in the middle of the night, three o'clock, you're woken up out of your sleep. And you're told Mm -hmm. you need to do this. It's like that intuitive feeling of like, there's nothing else more important. You need to do this. And I'm so um, happy that you actually decided to start writing the blog because you're listening Mm -hmm. to your intuition. You're listening to what God or the universe is telling you to do. And you're going to inspire so many people by doing that. And I also am... I also think that it's um, it's really cool that your dad, you're mm-hmm. leaving a legacy yeah. now for him. Um, you're leaving his stories. You're leaving your experiences. You're leaving his teachings and the things that you mm-hmm. learned from him. Um, it's beautiful. And... Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I actually, I, I didn't know that you had the blog. So I'm like, oh, send me it. I want to read it, you know? So I definitely like, I'll mm-hmm. share it with our listeners. If you're listening and you're interested, if you're going through something similar, um, I'll definitely share, share it with you guys on the podcast notes. Um, because you definitely, not only is mm-hmm. it a healing Absolutely. mechanism for you, it's, it's the Absolutely. healing process. 
but you're going to help so many other people heal and, and understand too, um, a little bit about your dad and the things that he taught you. So that's super, mm-hmm. super amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Well, Kimberly, is there anything else that you would love to say or leave our listeners with before we close out? Oh my gosh. There's so much I want to say, but, <laughs> um, I am, I am big. Well, I, because I read, I love to read. My kids tell me my hobbies are reading and sleeping, which is probably true. Um, I always try and find little quotes that inspire me and try and help, you know, um, nudge me along. And one of the ones I love, I love Helen Keller. And I was able to uh, visit her childhood home with a friend of mine who lived down in Tuscumbia, Alabama. And it was, um, it was an amazing experience just to see. Um, but of course, as an educator, her whole story is fantastic. But one of the quotes from her that I love is a bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. And Mm. I think, I think at some points I have come to the bend and not made the turn and just stood there and, and not didn't know where to go. So this right now, this period in my life, I've made the turn and now I'm off on a new road and I'm so excited to, to see where that one takes me. Wow. That is such a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful quote. I just wrote it down because it's, it's really, really good. And I can definitely relate to you about um, how you said turning, mm-hmm. the, just turning that corner and just seeing what more, like what mm-hmm. else is on that road that's, that's just waiting for you. And I can definitely tell that you are living mm-hmm. in your purpose right now. You're doing the things that you love. You're listening to that intuitive feeling mm-hmm. telling you, write that blog, do the book, you know, teach English. Um, you're definitely on the right path. I'm so Thank excited you. for you. I cannot wait until your book comes out, yes. the popcorn one and the uh, adventures right. with your student from Asia. Um, so guys, I want to, um, oh, well, if they want to get in contact with you, what is the best way for our listeners to reach you? Well, um, so the, the blog is called Daddy Man Diaries, um, and it's just daddymandiaries.com. And so there you can, uh, put your email in there, um, or send me an email through there. Um, I am also on, um, it's Kimberly Farrington Swedberg. And that is K Swedberg, S as in Sam, W E D as in dog, B as in boy, E R G at prodigy.net. So any of those ways would be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Janine Hernandez experience. As with anything, I uh, really appreciate all of your support. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, do all of those amazing things like you always do. And I will see you next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Janine Hernandez experience podcast. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to our channel, Instagram, and all things social media. We'll see you soon on the next episode.